0: Coming up on this episode, we begin by cleaning keyboards, discussing Canadian law, and researching some famous birthdays. Then we get into the big tech news from Apple's announcement, including new iPhones, iPad, watches, and more. Stick around, it all starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 253, recorded September 17th, 2019. The 11 Plus, 7th Gen Pro Max Series 5. Hello, everybody! Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings joined as always by two, you know, they're just nice guys. It's Colby Rabidoo and Dan Miller. Hi. Hi. Busy Men About it's good Town. To be back. What was that? Busy Men About Town. We're doing an unusual uh, Tuesday episode this week. Tuesday episode. It feels like a Monday though, I gotta say.
1: Changing it up
0: uncharted waters feels like a monday um so what did monday feel like
2: an an uber monday oh no yeah yep but uh yeah so i was at a conference last week and then i came home yesterday and then i had some things to deal with and then today yesterday was a work day today we had to move offices
0: oh oh god
2: so I just got done cleaning my keyboards. That's
0: what I do every time I move in office. You pop off every key and really get in there?
2: Not only like that, I clean my keyboard I clean my boss's keyboard.
0: Wow! Is that part of the job description or is that just a perk?
2: No, because I had borrowed his keyboard and I had used it and it's the exact same keyboard as mine and gotcha. I had never really given it back, so I was like, I should clean this and then give it back. Aww. Mm. So... What what, yeah. what what
0: makes your keyboard dirty? Is there
2: anything in particular? Well, okay, there are two things. There are two things that, that get on my nerves. One, you get stuff underneath the keyboard. That's true regardless of what kind of keyboard you have. Although I will say, this keyboard I have here is all flat on the bottom, so I think it'd be pretty easy to clean off.
1: Um,
2: two, I have uh, blank white keycaps on one of my keyboards, and those, they get a little smudgy. After a while. Yep. So you got to gotta polish those up.
1: hmm
2: And, yeah, that's that's been my life. How, how are you, Sean? You two went
0: somewhere. Yes, uh, Colby and I had a very romantic date at Niagara Falls this past weekend.
2: And how was Niagara Falls?
0: Colby, what's your review? I had been there before, so I want to hear Colby's...
1: Uh, technically, I had been there once before, too, though it was a long time ago, and I truly don't remember it. Um, it was cool. It's a big waterfall. It's pretty, pretty like, majestic. Uh,
2: I like majestic waterfalls.
1: Yeah, allegedly, according to Wikipedia, the first lady, the first recorded person to go over the falls was a woman in a barrel with her cat. Ha ha. Yeah.
0: We didn't see anyone go over.
1: <laughs> no. Thankfully. Um what did we see? We saw some boats. They take boats and they drive them up to the falls. Uh we saw some abandoned buildings. They're like pretty big but also abandoned.
2: Abandoned on like along where the falls are.
1: Yeah, Sean said that they're remnants of like hydroelectric plants from times past. Cool. We saw lots of tourists. We did. We looked at the Canadian side of Niagara Falls, which people say is better. Um, It certainly seems like there's a lot more going on. There's a really tall building that says Casino on it.
0: We couldn't figure okay. out what was inside. Yeah. Did I steal your joke, Colby?
1: No, you you helped me out. <laughs> okay, you I thought that's there. where you were going.
0: I jumped right it, in there. It was. We yeah. we couldn't we couldn't take Colby to the Canadian side with all of his active warrants. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, we wouldn't want him thrown in a Canadian jail.
1: Right. Right. I
2: hear those jails are really something else.
0: Well, I just can't believe Colby had a chance to commit so many crimes in Canada that they'd uh, <laughs> that they'd be looking for him up there.
1: I this is completely unrelated, but I was just watching uh episode one of season three of the good place, and there was a character, of uh, very briefly named Colby, and he was supposed to be a douchebag. He was a oh. character, he was a caricature. And I don't know.
0: This is very I was a little upsetting offended by that. I think it's one of those things, though, where it's like in, in the in the era where you were named Colby, that's a fun and unique name. In the era today, when you're named Colby, it's like all of these other sort of Bryce and uh, Dustin and um, what are some other white guy names?
1: Dustin. See, I don't Caleb know anyone with a K. Colby.
0: Uh, But that's what I'm saying. I think it's coming back. I think it's coming back to a whole new generation.
1: I guess. I don't know. I was a little upset by that. That's all. I would prefer no representation in mainstream media over.
0: That's funny. That
1: that sort of representation.
0: If I didn't know you and someone was like, all right, imagine someone named Colby. What would you imagine? What what would I think? Because if like it's almost like name a guy who's Dan. Like what's a Dan well, wait, kind of guy? Can we name some famous Colbys? I don't. I feel like we must have done this before, but I can't. Isn't there? Isn't that? Isn't it? Uh, who's the singer lady? Colby Calle. Colby
1: or? Calais. Yeah. yeah. Kobe Smolders. I think she's a Kobe though. Mm. Mm. She's right.
2: got a show coming. That out was gonna year. be my only one.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't think you can be the first.
1: Let's see <laughs> when our podcast. Finally wow, they, you on. don't even
2: get one of those Google banners across the oh. top. Just famousbirthdays.com. dot com. A lot of there's a lot of Instagram stars on here, Colby. Oh no, <laughs> that's not helping your case. Colby <sighs> Lewis, baseball player. Uh, there are four, eight, twelve, seventeen famous Colbys, but only eight of them have pictures.
0: So what I'm hearing is that it would be really easy to get Colby listed as a famous person on
2: the internet. I think so. One of these people is 14 and their, their job is family member. <laughs> you can beat that, Colby. No, 25. BMX rider. Oh, not
0: Maybe even like yeah. BMX champion. They just ride a BMX bike.
2: Yeah.
1: Maybe I should submit. Can I submit myself to famousbirthdays.com? Yeah.
0: I think so. Podcaster, internet guru.
1: Yeah, right. 30 podcaster. 30 luminary. <laughs> Self-proclaimed ladies man. <laughs> uh, boy. Ooh, famousbirthdays.com has a random button. Ooh. Yep. Oh, it gives you a random person, though. Oh, not a random date? No, I got Matt LeBlanc.
0: <laughs> oh, can I guess when his birthday is?
1: Yeah, yeah, please.
0: He Matt LeBlanc strikes me as a March thirteenth kind of guy. Oh
1: no, sir, do you have a do you have a guest, Dan?
2: No, how <laughs> am I possibly have a guest? Well, it's only
1: so many days to choose from. It's not an infinite list. Uh, oh, um,
2: I'm gonna say uh, November
1: fifteenth. No, you're you. The the reality is right in the middle. It's July 25th. So we were mm. close. Yeah. Also, did you know he was born in Newton, Massachusetts? Hey!
2: There you go.
1: Yeah. What is... They're born on July 25th, number two. What does that mean? Oh, he's the number two most famous person behind a Snapchat star? That...
0: What? Yeah, I'm suspicious of fa- was famousbirthdays.com.
1: Yeah. I don't know what to think about their uh, algorithm.
2: Speaking of algorithms. Go on. We got on. Some,
0: uh, some tech news to talk about? Uh, we do. We're a little behind the eight ball because the announcement was a week ago, but that's okay. There's no shame in that. We've got the big Apple announcement to talk about. Are you guys excited oh, yeah. for that? yeah, New
2: York announced that uh, the F train is going to be running Express at 5 o'clock and 5.30 now.
0: No, That's you're kidding. That's the Big Apple announcement. Express?
2: <laughs> Sean, do not even get me started. In okay, fact, then I, I won't. Oh, you, you're welcome to. Nope. But know that you would be getting me started. No, we don't, we don't want to rev up this, Dan.
1: All all I'd like to know is are you pro or con the expressness?
2: I am objectively pro but subjectively con. Mm. Which is one of the hardest ways to be.
1: That is that Sounds is very, hard.
0: Very very conflicted. I'm so sorry. Um, but take your mind off of that big Apple news. Cause we've got slightly smaller Apple news to talk about. Uh, okay. as I mentioned last week, Apple held their announcement. Um, and we have a bunch of stuff. Uh, do you guys want to just do it in, uh, the order in which it was announced? Yes. Start yes. with the small stuff, work our way up to the big stuff. We're going to start Let's with it. Uh, We're going to start with the subscription stuff. Apple TV plus will launch on November 1st for $4.99 a month. That monthly cost includes family access and 4k streaming and you'll get a whole year free if you buy any new iPhone, iPad, Apple TV, iPad Touch, or Mac. Um, Apple is also allowing up to six family members to share one Apple TV Plus subscription uh, and watch using their own Apple ID and password. This is powered through family sharing, um, and it will automatically renew at $4.99 per month. on and on uh it's interesting because it un- undercuts Disney Plus which will be $6.99 a month Netflix's most popular plan plan is $12.99 a month but the big difference is it's only going to start with a few key series uh The Morning Show with Reese Weatherspoon and Jennifer Aniston will be on there Heinle Steinfeld's drama about Emily Dickinson called Dickinson will be there um but only a uh only a few shows to begin with um Apple will roll out new series over the next couple months uh most TV Plus series will premiere with three episodes with one new episode rolling out each week um yeah, so that's uh, Apple TV Plus.
1: I watched some of the trailers last night for the shows. Okay. Thoughts? Honestly, the only one I remember is f- f- Free. No, C. C. Jason Momoa. Yes. Alfrey yes. Alfre Woodard. Uh. And the premise is. Some calamity happened and civilization ended, and all humans are blind now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems interesting. I don't know.
2: You know, so I think there are a couple interesting shows, and I don't have them in front of me, but the one. Oops. The one with. Uh, done by the Balsar Galactica people that is uh what if the soviets won the space race yep
1: yes that one too the morning show
2: one looks like it might be good i'm not like it's not my kind of show but
1: now is that one a show like it's a tv show yeah Yeah, it's a drama
2: set it's it's like remember
0: when aaron sorkin did newsroom or studio 60 yeah it's kind of like that but good and set at a uh a morning like the today show
1: i see i see cool Those I just I guess I just assumed because like Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Yes, we're all in it. Yep. That it was a movie because they're famous.
0: Yes. Big, expensive stars.
1: Indeed. Um, Neat.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, this really strikes me as one of those services that it's like kind of like HBO is for me where I'll pick it up for a month to watch a specific series and then I'll cancel it. You know,
2: well, well, I mean, you'll be well, okay, but you might be picking it up for a whole year for uh, free. That's true. That's
0: a great deal. And that's something, you know, it's interesting when the the hardware manufacturer is also making content. That's one of the rare things they can do is give you the content for free. Um, Right. And I guess the idea is people get hooked and then they start subscribing. I'm not surprised they did that. Um, I think that's a, a smart play on on their part.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I am uh, cautiously optimistic about Apple TV Plus. I have no compunctions about canceling it if there is nothing to try out, but uh, let's just say I will be getting a year free, so I will be trying it. Ah. Yeah. Fantastic Me tease.
1: Um, Me too.
0: Yeah. I mean, Apple TV falls into that category of I don't understand why they're doing it. Like, I don't. They're not really doing anything special or unique that no one else is doing. Um, So I I don't, it doesn't, you know, we'll talk about Apple Arcade here in a second. That's kind of unique. I don't get what Apple TV Plus is really doing for them, but... We'll find out as more shows launch there. Uh, Apple Arcade was also announced. It's available starting September 19th uh, in a couple days when iOS 13 drops. In over 150 countries, there will be 100 new games in the launch catalog, and it will be $4.99 a month. We saw a couple demos during uh, the event uh, of some games you'll be able to play. It'll, of course, be available on all of your uh, Apple devices with a one-month free trial.
1: Nice. I'm kind of excited to try
2: that. Yeah, the games look good. Uh, I'm not typically a person who plays a lot of mobile phone games. So, I know, I don't feel like I'm the target audience, but maybe I will after I try this.
1: Yeah. I think a year or two, in the last year or two, I've mostly given up paying for mobile phone games. So
2: In what sense?
1: Like, I just don't... Like, if something costs money, it's a... I don't know. I guess maybe I just don't play.
2: Interesting. So even if it's a one-time purchase, you won't do it?
1: Yeah. Unless it's something that's, like...
2: Do you play a lot of games that are... uh, Free to play with a bunch of ads and gems and stuff, no. no, so you okay, so you just don't play mobile games at all,
1: yeah, yeah, maybe it's just uh, I've fallen out of that phase and I will return to it, but maybe I'm interested not, to try this, yeah, yeah, that could be uh one possible result is I try this, and uh I still don't play games. I just maybe I just don't like fun anymore. I've grown out of fun. Oh
0: no, he's lost his sense of whimsy.
1: Yeah. All all work and no play makes Colby a, a dull Colby.
0: <laughs> the good news is if this were a movie you'd be in act 1 about to enter a whimsical adventure to get back your sense of love and your internal childhood. It's true, but life isn't a movie, you're dead inside now. Um <laughs> No, a- I I'm ex- I'm excited for this only because the way I play mobile games is I play them for like a combined 30 minutes a piece. And then I get bored. (laughs) So this is perfect for me because I don't have to buy individual games. I can just play as many games as I want in very short succession. So I think it's going to be a, uh, I'm definitely going to try it. I'm definitely going to subscribe and see, see what they have on there. Um, And I hope, I hope both of you join because you two are the ones who recommend games to me. So I need you to be on there. So I have something to play. Please,
1: thank you. Or or you you can just work through all 100. (laughs) Sean, this could be a great opportunity for you to do another podcast or, like, some sort of vlog about your experience. I think we'll we'll
0: call it Trapped in the Apple Arcade. (laughs) Perfect. And I have to try every single game. (laughs) That sounds painful.
1: It truly does.
0: I'm going to pass on that. But... The good news is you now have another new device to play it on, a new iPad. Uh, it is slotted in at the entry level, a replacement for the existing 9.7-inch uh, iPad at 329. It's a 10.2-inch, uh, so it's a little bit little bit bigger screen, those smaller bezels, though it does still have Touch ID, still has the home button, so it's not the edge-to-edge you get on the Pro. Um, it's available right now at 329. Uh, The only real differences with this one is it has the uh, smart connector, so it's compatible with the smart keyboard and the first generation Apple Pencil, uh, and it comes with the A10 Fusion chip, uh, which is less than the A10X you get in the Pros, but still pretty great. Um, It does come with a lightning port, not USB-C. That might have something to do with the fact it only works with the first generation Pencil, which charges with lightning. Um, But still a nice little small upgrade to that that base model. um, That's really your only difference. So there you go. We've already seen some leaks this week of a, of a triple camera iPad probably coming in the spring. So um, this will at least tie you over until then
2: for all those people who take pictures with their iPads.
0: Well, now they're going to be really good.
2: What was the price point in this again? Uh, it is starting at three
0: twenty nine, two ninety nine for education purposes. That's yeah,
2: that's a really good deal.
0: Yeah, Pretty cheap. And like I said, I think the the real takeaway here is, you know, yeah, it's got the the better processor and what have you. But the takeaway is, uh, I think the smart connector. So they're just expanding their accessory ecosystem, which I think is is uh, going to be
1: important moving forward. Are there things besides? Keyboards that use the smart connector? I don't
2: know.
0: That's a really great question. I don't know. Dan's ferociously Googling. Mm.
1: Um, can you like put two iPads next to each other? And like, create a make- super
2: iPad? Ooh, <laughs> that's dangerous, mark. buddy. You don't want to that. They cancel each other out and have like, it'd be like an <laughs> antimatter iPad. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's it? What, it just turns into like a piece of paper. The, yeah, like the room starts shaking and you start to see, like, there's light at the edge of your vision.
0: Oh, Colby destroyed the universe by creating a black hole.
2: <laughs> How'd he do it?
0: The, the, the particle accelerator? No, he put two iPads together.
1: It was Shit. too smart.
0: Too I smart. cannot find the answer to this question. I don't know how much access accessory makers have to that port, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's something that Apple doesn't allow them to use or they just don't use, or that it's a good question. Now that it's available on more iPads, um, it's entirely possible. I have a sneaking suspicion, you know, you were saying who needs a better camera on an iPad. I have a sneaking suspicion that we're going to see some really, really aggressive pro stuff in the spring using iPads to shoot movies on because it's going to have the same camera that's in the iPhone that they just showed you can shoot movies on, but now you get a giant screen on which to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's where the smart connector is going to start to come in for high-speed data transfer and, and, and hardcore accessories, is my guess. Yeah, Because you're right, I don't think they've really done anything with it. Great. Right. Huh. Um, so, nice little new iPad for your line, uh, but if you're not done with Apple accessories. How about an Apple Watch? We now have the Series 5 is joining the lineup. Um, In overall design, it's similar to the Series 4. The big new feature, an always on display. So you can see the time without having to move your wrist. Um, it maintains the prior model's 18-hour battery life thanks to a new low-temperature polysilicon and oxide display and a low-power display driver. The screen will be in low-brightness mode until you move your bris- wrist where it will come to full brightness, kind of like it does now, except it won't be black. Um, in addition to the new always-on feature, the Series 5 is available in recycled aluminum or titanium finishes for the first time. Uh, you'll also get stainless steel and ceramic as well. It's the widest number of finishes ever for the Apple Watch, they say. Other new features include a built-in compass, and emergency calling for international countries. Uh, pricing for the Series 5 starts at $399 for the GPS and model, $499 for the cellular version, available right now in stores September 12th. Um, Apple is also permanently dropping the price of the Series 3, which will stick around to 199 the lowest sale price on that model uh, that's been listed. Um, the Series 4 is dropped from the lineup.
1: Wait, what? The Series 3 is still there, but the Series 4 is gone. Right, because
0: the 5 is basically the 4, just
1: slightly better. So
0: I think they, oh. it's kind of like they when they have the iPhone <laughs> 8, but they don't, you know, I don't,
1: yeah. Gotcha. So the 5, I see, the 5 is like an S, S upgrade. Yes, exactly. Weird. Ooh, it has a compass. Yeah, isn't that exciting?
2: Built right in.
1: Now you can be confused by the compass on your wrist in addition to the compass on your phone.
2: I, yeah. I wonder if this will be better or easier in some way, but it probably isn't.
1: Yeah. I think the compass is definitely better than it used to be. But it's not, like, reliable in the way that a compass is reliable. Uh,
2: how are we feeling about the always-on... Uh, display
1: it's a little pebbly extremely positive Mm -hmm.
0: that 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 is a like ooh thinking about upgrading feature like for me that's a that's the one frustrating thing because you know you're talking about pebble but the one of the things i use my apple watch for most is controlling stuff that i'm actively doing like music and timers and things where I want to be able to see it without doing I, I find the lifting the wrist thing mostly works. It doesn't always work reliably enough.
1: Yes. Um no and sometimes I have to like touch it with my nose yes. or something.
0: <sighs> yep. So the the ability to, you know, know where I'm tapping before the screen comes on so I can kind of go for it, I think, um is great. That's like one of the main things I missed from um my pebble back when I had that.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested to see like how it works with different things. Like, Sean, you mentioned timers. Like, does the timer show up on the on the always on or does? I mean, because the 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 little clip I saw of it was like, oh, it goes into like a low power, a special like low power mode that seems like a a pared down version of like what it, the high power mode. Yep. So I'm I'm interested to see like the how that works exactly.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm curious how it's going to how bright it's going to be if you're like in a dark room and you, and your watch is just constantly on. Mm-hmm. How is that? What happens when they're like you're at a conference there's a bunch of nerds all with their like mostly on Apple watches in the audience?
1: Yeah, I I usually sleep with my watch on.
2: Right. Yep. So that's what I'm nervous about, but I did buy one, so. Hey! I'm not that that nervous about it.
0: Very exciting. Now, uh, I don't know if it's available yet um, when you order. Uh, Did you get to use the new Apple design?
2: Oh, yes, I did. Thing?
0: I forget what. Yeah, design that was Studio. Yeah, way better than it used to be. Yeah, walk us through what that process was like cuz now you're able to mix and match. You don't just get the default band. You can actually pre-mix and match your band with your case with your with all your other stuff right in the ordering process.
2: I mean, it's exactly how you want it to be. There was like you could take any uh band and any uh what's the word I'm looking for? finish on any band and per- and combine it with any watch, and except I think some bands are only on some sizes mm-hmm. of watches. But combine it with any finish or case type on any watch. Exactly what you want. Um. Yeah. Cool.
0: Cool. Are you gonna? Are you willing to share with us what uh, what you ordered?
2: Oh yeah, I, I, so I, got, I went back to the stainless steel. Um, And I splurged a little bit, got myself the fancy link bracelet thing, so that I don't Ooh. feel like such a stooge when I wear my Apple Watch at weddings. Uh, plus, they they haven't changed the the band, so hopefully this just means they're not going to change them, which would be ideal. If you're listening to this, Apple, please don't change them. <laughs> it would be a very Apple thing to do.
0: Um, hopefully not. That's great. Oh, that's awesome! We'll look forward to your uh, your full report when that comes in. Thanks.
2: I will let you know it should be coming in. Well, I think by adding the link bracelet, I really pushed off the mm. the arrival time because I think it's like October first. Um. So, or there's bats.
0: Okie dokie. Very cool. Well, you're gonna need something to connect that watch to, Dan. Yeah, that's, that's that's for sure. And uh, it's probably going to be a new iPhone. Uh, we're going to start again in the order in which they announced them. Uh, the successor to the iPhone XR, it is the iPhone 11. Uh, and it's not spelled XI, it is the number 11. Um, Apple claims the LCD-equipped iPhone 10R has become the most popular iPhone in the world over the past year. So this will be a big update for the 11. Uh, let's talk about what you get and what's different. The same 6.1-inch display um, with the notch at the top. You are getting some new color options, purple, white, green, yellow, black, and red all available. Um, uh, I guess these are really no particular order. Uh, The biggest change you're gonna see is the camera on both this and the Pros, but on the iPhone 11 specifically, a new dual camera system with a 12-megapixel ultra-wide camera um, as well as the uh, traditional wide camera. Uh, you are going to get an um, even better front-facing camera, 12-megapixel true-depth wide-angle camera, including shooting 4K video on both the rear and the front camera. Um, you also get night mode, uh, which we'll talk about on all the phones. Um, that uses adaptive bracketing to improve shots taken at night. Um, you also get an update to the A13 Bionic processor. It's faster than the old one. Uh, yeah. Okay. They didn't really reveal any specific detailed performance, but it seemed to be faster. Um, you also get an additional hour of battery life over the ten R. You get enhanced face ID, which is supposed to speed it up, give you more angles, generally improve it. That that front-facing camera certainly helps. Um, and slightly improved water resistance. Uh, they're starting the pricing at $699 uh, and will start shipping on September 20th.
1: Wow.
2: Um, so... Here's uh here's the, did you uh, any of you read the New York Times uh, iPhone review?
0: No, not the one specifically.
2: Uh, so they they basically said, uh, yeah, like this iPhone's good. It's better than the other iPhones. It's a great phone, but we don't think that you should upgrade once every two years anymore because the. Uh, the phones are staying good longer, and the phones aren't getting, like, revolutionarily better. Yep. Um, and, like, I don't know how true... I mean, they have their hands on this phone, so apparently they think it's true. Coming from an iPhone X, which was two years ago, like, the cam- I'm, I'm excited for the camera. I'm excited for the longer battery life. Uh, I'm also excited for the... More touch-resistant or touch-resistant, like water tougher resistant, gla- tougher glass, Yes. Um, then maybe I can go without a case. I'm not excited about how heavy it is uh, still.
0: Yeah, it was an interesting choice on this one. Um, one of the first times I can recall them not making it thinner and lighter, they actually slightly, in like .01 inches, uh, increased the width and inc- uh, increased the weight by a couple grams um, to increase that battery life. Um, which I think is, I would argue, a smart choice um, rather than, you know. I think that's a big selling feature, like you said, Dan.
2: Okay, but what do you think about... Uh, w- would you recommend people still upgrade every two years to, like, a, a layperson?
0: I, you know, yeah, well, that that's the thing, to a layperson. No, I don't think they should. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think you upgrade when you feel ready to upgrade, and I think that's different for everybody. When, when you feel the performance of your phone or the physical condition of your phone no longer allows you to use it to its full potential, then you should upgrade. If your phone in three years is in brand new shape and is running like the day it came out of the box, don't upgrade unless there's some new feature you really want. Like there's no, there's no real, you're right. I mean, there's nothing shockingly new about these devices. Now I I would say if you're, if you take a ton of photography with your iPhone, yeah go nuts upgrade you're gonna notice a difference it's gonna be better um but you know I wish I had a reason to upgrade to these phones and I just don't mm-hmm. which is kind of a shame because I've got the 10r which is I love it's been a great phone and it's practically new
2: uh, colby my any uh any thoughts? you're muted
0: what
1: rude um, <laughs> are we just talking about the the 11 or in relation to the 10R
0: well we can broaden well, the conversation we'll get which into phone the phone do you have
1: which phone do I have right now yeah I have the the uh the XS mm. um because I'm I don't know Still, I've, I'm still trapped in Upgrade pur- program purgatory Purgatory? Uh, I don't know if it's purgatory I just don't know if I want to be here But I keep like I can't not get the new phone when it comes out So I'm always going to be here
2: But you're in the upgrade program
1: Right um, So Yeah so I have the Previous new one
2: Okay
1: I like queued up the new new one
2: it's it's on yeah. its way.
1: Yeah. Or I don't know if it shipped yet, but it will be. It will be on its way. <laughs> so, um,
2: I uh I went in on the iPhone upgrade program this year. The before ooh. I read this New York Times article, but like just because just for the battery life purposes. So I I did a new phone every year for 2 years before this iPhone 10. I've had the iPhone 10 for 2 years mm-hmm. and I know that I could do it if I wanted to, but this was also the first year that I uh, broke a screen, so I had to get the screen repaired. Mm-hmm. And so the free Apple Care was a big incentive. Or not free; you pay for it, Apple Care included. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just being able to get a phone with really great battery life every year. Uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll hate it. You're, you're making me nervous, Colby.
1: I, to be clear, I don't, I don't hate it. I just don't know, like.
0: Well, h- how were you paying for your phone before? Me? Yeah. I you were just on the non sh- Oh, you just bought it straight, straight up. up. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, it's one of those funny things where, you know, back when you used to sign two-year contracts, right, and they'd give you the phone for free, remember those days? <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, your bill would be. Seventy dollars a month or whatever, and nowadays the the plans are like thirty five dollars a month. But then you pay Apple thirty five dollars a month for your phone. So I sort of see it as a break even anyway. Um, and like you said, the included Apple Care. But I'm on the upgrade program, and I don't know if I want to upgrade or not for two reasons. One, it's not free technically. You end up paying somewhere between fifty and sixty bucks in taxes and fees, and
1: uh, mm. they
0: still charge you uh, outright for that. Um, and also, one thing I noticed when I upgraded to the ten R, I had a Bad time upgrading um, and moving all my stuff over, and it's just always a possibility when you change phones. And when you start doing it every year, you know, you you start running that risk of of what could go wrong. Oh
1: yeah, what did I do last time? I did the thing with my watch where I like didn't unpair it or something. Yeah,
2: I've, I do. I have never done that correctly.
1: I forget what <laughs> I did wrong, and. I mean I obviously got my watch working with the new phone, but that was weird.
0: Yeah. No, the the issue I have is I'm I'm a settings nut and I like my phone to be exactly the way it is and I don't like how iCloud transfers your stuff. So I still use USB over iTunes, but I load it up as an I load the entire old phone image onto the new (laughs) phone and though Apple allows me to do that. It doesn't always work right, and so all of a sudden, like, the Bluetooth won't work because it's trying to – it's screwed up with the – I ended up having to reset it a bunch of times, and it was a pain, so. Um, oh, yeah. But the question I have is the iPhone 11's great, but maybe I'm a bit more of a professional – because you can also get the iPhone 11 Pro and the 11 Pro Max. These are the successors to the 10s and 10s Max, um, the 5.8-inch and 6.5-inch phones. Uh, the big deal, we've got one more camera. That's right, they've officially lost their minds and threw in a third uh, before we get to the cameras. Um, there's a new finish on the back, new colors. Uh, it's a matte finish available in space gray, silver, gold, and now green for the first time. They've also upgraded... The display to a new OLED panel, uh, which they say is better. Uh, They're calling it Super Retina XDR display, um, including that new tougher glass. Uh, It'll have the A13 Bionic chip, same as the iPhone 11, uh, which is fast. Um, They say the 5.8-inch iPhone 11 Pro will get four hours better battery life than its predecessor, and the 11 Pro Max will get five hours better than the 10s Max. Um, as I mentioned, the new camera system is the big one. Um, you're getting the same wide, wide angle and, uh, telephoto lens that you're getting on the other one, but now you're getting an ultra wide lens, 12 megapixel with a 120 degree field of view. The telephoto camera also getting an upgrade with a larger aperture, uh, that they say can take in 40% more light. You also get that 12 megapixel front facing camera you get on the 11, um, you also get the upgrade to the camera software, as I mentioned, the night mode, and the um, something that they're working on called Deep Fusion that's not available now. That'll be in a, uh, an update later this fall, but all those features are also coming to the 11. Um, you get the Face ID upgrade, which we talked about. You also get a faster 18-watt uh, charger, a USB-C charger, which you will not get with the iPhone 11. Uh, the 11 Pro starts at 999 the Pro Max starting at $1,099. Um, it ships on September 20th.
1: Whoa. What is deep fusion?
0: Well, Colby, I actually have the answer. Uh, it shoots ah. nine images. It's a computational photography feature. It shoots nine images, four short images, four secondary images, and one long exposure. Then it uses machine learning to combine those images into a single final image that promises added detail and less noise. Uh, Apple Senior Vice President Phil Schiller calls it, quote, computational photography, mad science. Whoa.
2: It sounds pretty cool. I've seen this. I'm, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm. I, like. It's tough to know how good it is until you get your hands on it. But all the other stuff Apple's done in this area has been pretty awesome. So, I have high hopes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't speak to Deep Fusion specifically, but The Verge did a great article uh, in their review of the the Pro and the Pro Max, where they did the side by side photos against uh, the Note 10 and the Pixel and the 11 non Pro version. Um, and damn, if those photos didn't look really spectacular. I mean, you, you could anyone in the space will tell you over the last couple of years, the pixels really outpaced Apple in photography. Samsung on some areas has outpaced them in photography. And, and the photos that come out of this thing, um, when put side by side with the competition, they look really great, especially those night mode photos. A huge, huge difference.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Excited for the night mode, which all of my Android friends have had for a year now. Yes, uh, no, you're right. You're actually right. That also looks really good. I don't care where it comes from. I just want it. Yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> like you said, it's adding... If you think about what are the features people use most in their smartphones, right? And what would they want to see improved? The screen? The battery life? The camera? like that's your like key features of the phone. And that's really what they improved.
2: Do most, yeah. But do most people care about the screen? I think, I don't think like, I think subconsciously
0: they do because mm-hmm. I, I've seen like my 10 R, which has a really fantastic LCD screen up against the OLED. And there is a difference My and this is, a, this is an absolute true story. I took my mother last year to get a new phone and I explained to her the different, the 10 R, the, the 10 S, um, she's not a techie person at all, and she liked the screen so much more on the 10s for her eyes that she paid extra to get the 10s mm. instead of the 10R just for the screen. So I think for some people, it, it really you know she saw them side by side. I think I think it does matter to some people, not as much as some of the other features, but
1: right, huh.
0: neat. And I will say, I think my. F- if you had to ask me, like, hey, what's my favorite thing they announced in this whole presentation?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God, I love that green color. Oh, Ooh. you like the green? I would love, 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 love that green color. The problem I have with the 11 is all the colors are really cartoony, which I get why some mm. people like that. Like, I like the purple on the um, 11, I think, is is nice. It's a little too cartoony, but that, like, kind of, I don't want to call it, like, a military green, but it is sort of like a... It's like olive. Yeah, it looks nice with that map finish. That's a good looking phone.
1: <laughs> that's that's the one I got.
0: Is it so? So now we got to go through and say what we got. So, Colby, what'd you get?
1: Yeah, that, I got the 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 eleven Pro in green. Nice. Yeah. That's all. I didn't. I didn't go crazy. I haven't mm-hmm. pulled the trigger on a watch yet. But it could happen.
0: Well, this sounds like a good deal because Dan got the watch to try out and he'll report on that. You got the 11 Pro to test out, so you report on that. And I'll subscribe to Apple Arcade yeah. and I'll test that out. Perfect. That'll help the bottom uh, line.
2: I mean, I, I also ordered an 11 Pro chip oh, black or chip not chip black, uh, whatever, Space Gray. Is that what they call it? Black. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> Space Gray. Oh boy, am I going to be left out? Maybe. Sounds like oh you're going to be left wow. out. The other thing that really bums me out too is that they um, they got rid of the. I assumed. So these phones, these, I know nobody worries about storage levels anymore because of the cloud, but um, these phones go from 64 to 258 or 256. Uh, and I'm that surprised. That was
2: true they, last year too, right? It was true of the 10.
0: The 10R, I believe, minus one. Is oh, 10R, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't understand why they didn't dump the 64 and just have the baseline at one twenty. I mean, I know why they did it, but it's just that's annoying to me because 64 is just not enough, especially when you have a this size camera. Are you kidding me? 64 gigabytes really? that drives me crazy.
1: I have oh, 64 a- gigabytes and it's fine.
2: Uh, yeah, I checked my phone before I ordered and I Barely under the 64 gigabytes. Uh, But I also have... uh, Yeah, oh,
0: 256. I've got
2: 128, and I use 80 of it.
0: Now, I'm also not, like, careful about what I store, and I never delete anything. um, But What what uses most of your space? And then I have another question for everyone. I will tell you, it is mostly photos, because I never delete photos. I've got 20 gigabytes of photos. Wow. Um, Do you use iCloud Photo Library? I do not. I sync... With Google Photos and with Dropbox, but I don't delete them off my phone because I'm a lunatic. And I Mm. have 23 gigabytes of music locally stored because I still use iTunes like a lunatic. So that right there is 40
1: gigabytes just in photos and music. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm using 33.5 gigabytes of my 64 gigabytes. That's pretty good. Hold. You
2: subscribe to so many podcasts, I figured they they would just be blown out of the water.
1: (laughs) So, Overcast is my second highest uh, data, which is 2.71 gigabytes. Spotify is my first highest one, which is 2.9. And then my next highest is my email client, which is 1.24 gigs.
2: Where does photos fall?
1: (laughs) Photos? Uh... It's not even on here.
2: Wow! So you just don't take any photos?
1: I take photos. Maybe I must have scrolled past it. I see Google Photos. I don't even use that. But what's well?
0: What's even wackier to me though is that just just the system itself, just the OS, takes up 11 gigabytes. The system. The system. That's a that's a chunk right there. Also, can I rant just very briefly about this insane thing that happens on, um, on iOS where apps become bloated over time because they cache stuff locally and then there's no way to get rid of it until you uninstall it and reinstall it? Am I the only one who's noticed this? Uh, no. Go on, though. My Facebook app right now, right? When you download it fresh, I don't know off the top of my head exactly how big it is, but right now it's at... 328 megabytes. I doubt it's that big when you download it fresh.
1: Hmm.
0: Instapaper. I have a gigabyte. My Instapaper is using a gigabyte on my phone. The app is not a gigabyte. What it does is it caches stuff locally, and there's no way to clear that cache. I noticed this on my last phone because I kept hitting my limit, my size limit, and I'm like, what's going on? And I noticed these apps are like huge.
1: Hmm. Could you? I mean, I assume you could delete the app. And that's then how you have to do it. it.
0: That's how you have to do it. But it's like gotcha. I, I would, lo- you know, when you're on your browser, you can clear your cache and your history and all this stuff. I don't know why you can't do that for apps.
1: Right. Yeah, that's that's that seems like a thing they could add pretty easily. Um, I
2: thought I'd seen things like that, but I, use- I guess that they used to have a feature
0: there, there used to be a button. I forget but what it was like because certain parts of the app, they categorize as like data and documents or something like that. And you used to be able right. to delete them, but that didn't always clear it. And then I, now I don't see that button as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Now what's yeah. now what oh. the, yeah. Documents and data
1: photos just randomly popped up in my list of apps. It wasn't there before it's 647 megabytes what respectable i use the cloud photo thing though so
0: okay yeah you can have it automatically offline
1: your photos i have no idea how much photos i use on the because that's definitely what i have turned on where show me iCloud.
0: (laughs) is that how you talk to siri
1: yes like like your
2: god here's another question that i was just thinking about last week what do you all have your video recording setting quality setting set to? Mm.
1: Right now? Yeah, on right
2: Skype. now. No, no, no. <laughs> on your phones. On your iPhones. What? You can change the quality and resolution of the videos that get recorded on your phone.
1: Mm-hmm. What?
2: Uh,
1: How? Camera settings? Yeah, probably somewhere in there. Oh. Record video 1080p at 30fps. Noob. That's I what can mine do 4K.
2: you could do 4K at 60 frames per second, can't you?
1: Yeah. It's a lot of K's.
2: Maybe not with 64 gigabytes, but I, I I was just reminded of this the other day, and I turned I, I was also at 1080p 30 frames. I turned up to 60 uh, 4K at 60 frames per second. Because I got the I got the I'm only I just checked I'm at 66 gigabytes used, so I've got. From my two fifty-six, I got some some uh, some gigabytes to spare.
1: Whoa! Whoa! I, cannot, I don't know. Where if are I the want camera
2: settings?
0: Or... I can't find them. I know I'm. We're really slowing down the thrill of the show here. Where? Where's?
1: Where's the camera settings? It's top level settings. There's just a camera.
0: Oh duh. Yeah, I'm ten eighty p.
2: Well, look at that.
1: Look at that! What even happens if you? I can't believe this. <laughs> cool. Oops.
2: Uh, what else? What else was talked about? Anything
0: uh, else? No, no, we basically covered it. I mean, it really wasn't the most. They hustled we're, through it. It was under two hours. There really wasn't.
2: We're not going to talk about the uh, Apple retail. That, The Apple retail update? I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) Look, if you want to, you live in New York City. You're our New York City correspondent.
2: I I did drive by the new Fifth Avenue store, and it was very colorful and rainbowy.
0: Yeah, that'll be opening uh, on September 20th.
2: Uh, Oh, it's not even open open yet.
0: No, that's, yeah, they're throwing a big opening party on the 20th. Tim Cook will be there, Dan, if you want to stop on by.
2: What's the 20th? Friday? Uh, It is. That's when the new phones come out? Yeah.
0: Um, There is some other uh, small stuff. Um, They launched a new trade-in program with monthly payments. Uh, So if you trade in a device, uh, it actually, they don't just give you, they'll actually reduce your monthly payments if you're on one of their plans um, because you traded it in. Neat. Depending obviously on the value of your phone. Uh, the Apple Watch Studio in store where you're actually um it's gonna change the in store experience for trying on and buying an Apple Watch where you'll actually be able to try on the different bands and buy the new bands with it there in the store. Um Yeah, that's yeah. the scoop. That's I'm gonna yeah, go ahead.
2: Uh, I, I just said that's it.
0: That's it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna look into maybe upgrading. I don't know. I'm still on the fence. I haven't decided.
2: Interesting. What what uh what is giving you like pause about? What what makes you want to upgrade? <laughs>
0: um, because I like. I'm new surprised things. to hear you
2: say. Oh, okay. I'm I like am surprised things. to hear you say that.
0: Um, I you know I like the 10R, but I just feel it's at that point where I should just go to the pro level and stay there. Mm-hmm. At some point, I will make that jump. Like I wouldn't get an iPhone 11, because to me that's too similar to what I have now. But I do notice that my photos, I'm not good at taking photos, and so I need (laughs) the phone to help me a lot. (laughs) Uh, My photos, surprisingly, are blurry and bad-looking, which I don't know how because it's a computer that is designed to take photos. Um, So I could use some assistance. I'll probably wait until I play with iOS 13 for a while, which we can talk about here for a quick minute. um, Oh, yeah. Which is going to be rolling out on September 19th to uh, devices all the way going back to the 6s uh iphone se uh era uh we talked previously on the show about what you're going to get in there uh the interesting thing to me is that um you're only getting some features on september 19th with the first update um Updates to maps, photos, reminders, dark mode, the new maps interface, um, new Find My app will be in there, Memoji, can be turned into stickers, period tracking with the health app, um, the new swipe keyboard, but there'll also be an iOS 13.1 update uh, coming about a month later that's going to include Siri reading incoming messages aloud, Siri shortcuts for HomeKit automation, sharing an ETA with friends, uh, importing photos directly into an app when a camera is connected to the device. Um, And then some features like audio sharing between two sets of AirPods, HomePlay and AirPlay 2 enabled speakers um, are going to be even later this fall. So we're going to get a lot of updates um, later on. The the sort of early review I read of the new iPhones running iOS 13, uh, the official iOS 13 reviews aren't out yet, they're still embargoed, Uh, is that it's it's super buggy. Mm. Um, Oh yeah crashy and it's just not good and and that's you know they say what i read was you know wait until 13.1 to update you know at uh, september 30th 13.1 will be available
1: and is that the super buggy is that the the most recent beta or is that the
0: it's the one that's shipping on the iphone 11s now so i'm assuming it's the 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 latest beta gotcha Um, I don't know when exactly they certify it time-wise. no,
2: technically, like, the latest betas are 13.1. The ones shipping on the devices are 13.0.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I would assume it's extremely close to the
2: final version. I thought I saw reviews come out today. Like, that was what that New York Times thing was. But maybe it wasn't a review. That was just, like, an opinion piece or whatever. Well, the reviews on the phones
0: came out this week. Um, where they could mention that iOS 13 was on there, but as far as I can tell, the official review of the OS update itself is probably embargoed to later in the week when it actually comes out, Oh, is my guess. I didn't
2: realize that people reviewed those separately. I guess they do.
0: Yeah, especially with the new features. You know, I think they're going to want to dive in on 13, so... Um, Yep. so that'll be coming later this week with the big update on the 30th I will probably update it to 13 this week anyway because I am a glutton for punishment
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say I don't know if I have the cell control
0: <laughs> I really want to try the new car play super bad um, mm. so I don't think I'll be able to wait Ooh yes. I'm very excited about that Um. and if it's crappy for a week and a half until the next update comes out I don't really care um, and yes, I probably will wait in- until I have my hands on iOS 13 for a while before deciding to upgrade phones. Um, that makes sense. One other small article I include in the rundown here from this announcement is the new U1 locator chip.
2: Yes.
0: Let's talk about this for a second. Uh, available in the 11 and the 11 Pros um, is the U1 chip. Uh, U stands for ultra wideband, which Apple is using to power new location tracking features. Um, it more effectively lets the newest iPhone communicate and locate other U1 devices. Um, it's sort of like Bluetooth low energy, um, but it's got some benefits, improved spatial awareness, more precise pinpointing, um, etc. It's going to be built right in. They kind of say right now it's going to lead to amazing capabilities in the future. Uh, won't really do a ton for you now um, unless you're looking for other U1-enabled devices. Uh, there were a lot of rumors before we even talked about on the show of them releasing like a, a tile-style tracking device. Keychain type thing. Uh, but we didn't hear anything about that at this announcement.
2: Uh, yeah, I think mm-hmm. this is gonna be really cool. Uh, and you could imagine uh, I think there was there a let me try to find this article. There was a really good article I read about this. Uh, but the kinds of stuff you could do with this in like AR or with some like rumored Apple glasses yeah uh, could be super duper dope
0: and did you guys see that article about the um the code potentially teasing the new ar headset
1: Mm -hmm. no
0: um let me see if i can find it yeah i'm
2: putting this in the uh i'll put this in the show notes we don't say that often enough
0: no i'll put mine in there as well um Yeah, a screenshot from um, an iOS developer took a screenshot in the iOS 13 uh, file, a readme file that talks about um, a, uh, let me, I want to break it down appropriately here. Um, Apple is testing an internal device known as Garta, and if you want to test your stereo AR apps with that device, you'll want to set them to warn mode. W-O-R-N mode, uh, so that it can apply different distortions than if it's being held instead, indicating it's potentially a stereoscopic AR headset. There's also a a reference to a game controller as well with a clicky trackpad, a trigger button, and a home button.
2: Whoa. Uh, what What I was most excited about in the article I just posted was Apple could you've lost your phone or you know if they make one of these tile trackers imagine being able to hold up your phone in front of you and it would make like one of those video game style like like objective markers of like it it is exactly over here like yep. you could see that it is in the couch you could just see it. Uh, that
1: would be so cool. That would be very cool.
0: Well, and if you think, and they haven't specifically addressed this to my knowledge, but if you think about it, you know, one of the benefits of Tile specifically is that anyone who has the Tile app on their phone, it's going to find, it's looking for Tile devices around it, even if they're not yours for, for lost or missing devices, but to have millions upon millions of iPhones out Mm -hmm. there, uh, a device that where most of them are running the newest OS anyway, um, is such a built in advantage um, that Android just doesn't have. Um, And a a really fantastic selling feature, Um, especially if, I'll be curious if, and of course we're talking way down the road here, but if they ever decide to open up either the U1 chip or the software to third parties um, to integrate into their own devices, um, so Apple could locate things that aren't necessarily um, an Apple-made product.
2: Right. Yeah, I, I'm, curious. I'm curious if there's going to be a fall Apple event and what will happen there. Mm, like, it's possible. Um, but you, you think maybe if they were going to have some of these cool U1 chip features that they would have want, really wanted to release them in the event with the iPhones, but maybe not. Maybe there's uh, PR advantages in just keeping the iPhone in the news in October, too. Mm. I'm sure can't hurt.
0: Yeah, I guess the question is, what does a fall event include, right? I, I think this tracking stuff and a, and a, a tile tracker, or whatever, is interesting. I don't think it anchors a whole event. What do they announce with it?
2: Uh, well, there's a lot of Mac stuff that people are waiting for.
0: True. True. We haven't
2: seen um, an iPod, iPad Pro updates, or possibly. Right. Um, or iPod Pros, for that matter. Could you imagine? <laughs> The last It was just last year when they updated the, uh, the iPod Touches, right?
0: Yeah, they I usually just- they don't usually make a big announcement about them anymore, but yeah, they've been updated recently. But that's what I'm just thinking is like, you know, they really focused in this event on the Pro stuff. The filmmakers and shooting a whole movie with the new iPhone mm-hmm. and you can shoot the front and the back at the same time and I'm like wow, that's really interesting. Like, what other super professional applications are they going to try and sell this crap into? And I'm like if the cameras are theoretically that good, theoretically, you could just sell an iPod touch as a camera mm-hmm. in the same way you used to buy a Canon point and shoot. Mm-hmm. Right. And just have a bunch of, cause they showed at, you know, the apps where you can have four of them set up and they're shooting all at the same time and sharing the video feeds and stuff and you just buy a four pack of iPod touches.
2: Yeah. That demo was really cool. The demo where they had the, uh, all three cameras shooting video at the same time and you could get the different like frames. I don't know what the filmmaking term for this is. Yeah. That was dope. If, if we were, because st- nowadays I'm not going to do shit about it, but if we were still
0: in college and all this technology existed, oh man, the things I would do with it. <laughs> the places you'd go. Oh my God. It would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm so jealous.
1: Yeah. That would have been cool. As a person who was briefly involved in that sort of thing,
0: back in back in the old days, yeah, back in the early teens,
1: do you didn't we like re- check out cameras from yeah. someplace for?
0: I may those still classes? have one of those <laughs> cameras <laughs> that
1: you stole from.
0: For, there. No, for the record, they lent it to me and then forgot they lent it to me and never asked for it back.
1: Wow. If
2: they ask for it back, I will give it back to them. Was that the camera that you were using to record
0: this show for a minute? Uh, no. That was a different one I had. Oh, wow, you got lots of cameras. I literally have like five camcorders in my closet. It's a long story. <laughs> but I'm a dork for all this stuff.
1: Nice.
0: Um, guys, that's it. Unless you have any other thoughts on our friends at no, the Apple I'm, Corporation. I'm a, uh,
2: I'll report back next week on my phone.
0: Yes. Yeah, iOS 13 will be here. We'll, we'll have uh, plenty to talk about, I'm sure. But until then, that's it for us. Uh, I want to quickly, before I tell everybody don't panic stuff, I got a pitch up for debate.tv. We just did a super fun episode last week. Um, a create your own adventure episode where Matt and I told a story. It was a creative challenge. We told a story in little chunks going <laughs> back and forth, but we ended each chunk with multiple choices. Ooh. and it goes off the rail in the most fun way. And I'm telling you, it's one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. It's a who, and that is an underrated improviser. He's very funny. So I highly recommend you check out choose your own adventure over at up for debate. And I'll tease over the next two weeks. We're going to be talking about baking. We're going to talk about our favorite desserts, what we like about baking and Matt and I are going to issue each other a baking challenge. Challenge each other,
2: challenge
0: yourselves. That's right, and we're going to come back next week and see if our food is edible. So you're going to want to check that out, subscribe to the show wherever you get podcasts. This show is don'tpanic.io. It's our great website. You can go there, get all the past episodes, uh, the audio, the video, the whole thing's there. Of course, you can subscribe to the show, as you should, wherever you get podcasts. Just search Don't Panic. Um on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, we're everywhere. And, of course, you can follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter and uh, email us, show at gmail.com. We will be back next time with more tech news, much of it not Apple-related. Uh, until then, on behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. Thanks for being here, and we'll see you next time for another Don't Panic. This has been a Coffee and Beer production. Executive produced by Dan Miller, Colby Rabideau, and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.